aim and fire or fire and aim? We'll figure it out today. Welcome to Mac Thrive, a podcast where I want you to realize your full potential and become who you're supposed to be. What I truly believe is that every single person is good at something, but a great bunch of people don't success in finding that thing and often stop looking for it. So I want to help. The ultimate goal here is to give you clear guides and fundamentals that worked for me and I hope will work for you. However, I want that to be short and straight to the point because planting the seed is the most important thing. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the part two of the learning framework series, where we dissect each of the steps of the process of getting new skills or professions I've introduced some time ago. So as a quick recap, in part number one, we spoke about building the foundation and actual internal demand and radar, where the learning process should get us to and what problems are we trying to actually solve by reaching given goals, right? And to get more practical angle on what I'm talking about, I took Microsoft Dynamics ERP Consultant Knowledge SDK study. So in the end of the day, you can either have a comparison how to put your desired skill set against the framework or maybe get you interested in the profession I dedicated myself to. And I can talk about for hours, if not days, really. Okay. So today we're going to focus on the step number two, which is called aim and find the skill stack. Aim and find the skill stack. And as promised, we're getting to more detailed points of the process. As mentioned, the first part is to aim, meaning recognize what exactly you'd like to learn, since you have the high-level idea from building the foundation from the step number one, right? So let's take into the consideration the case I picked as an example, ERP consultant, IT professional. In the previous episode, we mentioned that the core goal of a given person might be getting a better-paid job that gives a lot of satisfaction and has an opportunity to travel a lot and work with a lot of different businesses. Hence, we have the hypothesis. Remember, the hypothesis is that changing job to an ERP consultant will give that result. So to put that in more simple way, I assume that if I'll get an ERP consultant job, I'll get paid more and I'll be happier with my professional life, period. Now, let's take a deep breath, squeeze our eyeballs or internal eyeballs, and let's take a closer look and aim what in more detail I need to take care of. And to get the answer, this might require doing a little research or talking to a person who currently is in such a role or have done that for years. And on the first glance, you might think that, oh man, that's a lot of job. But trust me, it takes 10 up to 20 minutes to watch one person that shares their work to have an idea what's roughly needed to get a new skill or a profession. And here, just to break the false belief that might be floating around somewhere, I'm not joking. There are so many videos on how to become anything. Really try by yourself. I did that and found videos like, what does it take to become a professional musician? How to start your writer career? How to become a construction worker in five steps? Or how did I started working as a lobster man? Not saying about videos like, what does it take to become an accountant? Or I found super entertaining videos on how to become a Navy SEAL commando. That's what I found. Took me literally five minutes. And what's amazing these days, the quality of that content is just exceptional. It's not 2005 anymore where the video quality is poor and you really need to flex your brain to get the information out of them. The amount of value people are putting on the internet for free is just outstanding. And I highly recommend trying by yourself. And you'll definitely see what I mean. So the internet is a fast and great resource, but on the other hand, I mentioned that you can as well talk to a person who 
currently is in a, such an interesting role for you or have done that for years, right? If you know somebody like that, go ahead and reach them out with no hesitation. I spoke about it during the mentorship episodes, but basically what people tend to do and like 99% of them is that they're very happy to share their knowledge and the experience, especially when we were talking about the professional life, because this is something that they've been spending most of their time. So trust me, such insights from the first hand might be extremely valuable and you will learn the tweaks and details, which might be very specific to the environment you both share or might share in the future, right? And coming back to our example, surprise, surprise, I've done ERP consulting for a bunch of years, so I'm happy to give you an idea. And you might be thinking like, okay, what did you do and what makes you even eligible to speak about that stuff? So basically my whole career flows around the ERP systems. So I worked in a startup as an intern and then junior consultant. Then I've started working as a contractor, then working as an external consultant, working as an internal solution architect and finally worked as an architect in the company that provides that particular system, meaning Microsoft. And the whole role took me almost 10 years. So I think I might have an idea at least or something to share. Now, after doing your research, you have way better idea of what does it take to learn the new skill set that you want to learn or get the new profession that you want to get, right? You've watched a video or a bunch of videos, read an article about that skill set or profession or spoke with a person who does that or have been doing that for years. Cool. Now take the action and try down your aim. The more specific, the better. So let's go back to something that I can feel at least competent to talk about. What would be the aim for somebody who wants to become an ERP consultant? And that's what I would personally recommend. First of all, ask yourself, am I good with computers actually? That was the first point that got me into the role. So my first mentor, the person who taught me the first steps within that profession asked me, you seem to be good with computers. Why don't you try? And by being good with computers, it doesn't mean that you need no databases or be able to fix the hardware, be able to write sophisticated code or any of that stuff, really. What I've learned through years was that being good with computers, end of quote, in a very wide social understanding means in practice being very capable of using Google or these days being able to prompt GPT. So in the end of the day, it goes down to being able to extract the information from the internet and documentation, which is in the internet in the end of the day. Then the next question, maybe a little more specific, would be, do I understand how the business works? Do I understand how the business works? And here's the deal. We're talking about the IT career, right? But the thing of being ERP consultant is that you need to be able to speak in the business language with the business people, because in the end of the day, these people are the recipients of your work, which is quite neat, if you ask me. And within that question, of course, there are sub-bullets like, how do the companies operate? Where the whole process starts? Is it with sales? Is it with production? Is it with an idea of the owner? And remember, don't get frustrated or don't look for the source of undermining yourself through those questions because you might not know them. We're just in the start of the whole process. So to everything of that and every single question here, the answer might be no, but that's okay because we're here to learn. And that's actually very cool because if you think about it, in the end of the process, the answer to each of the question that you set for yourself in that aim phase will 
change from no to yes. Then next question I would ask myself would be, or anybody who's interested, would be what kind of an industry do I want to work? And do I know these interesting industries? Then wait a second, I'm just super scared of this question myself. And this question is, do I know what accounting is? And being completely, completely honest, I hate accounting. I really do. But on the other hand, the accounting is the foundation of the ERP system. So you might think like, why are you working with those systems, right? But hear me out. It's not that terrible. And if you analyze that and look from the angle that actually is within the area that interests you, it's not that scary. And on the other hand, imagine somebody who knows accounting and understands those processes and what happens in books. That's a superpower for me. But we'll talk about it in the skill stack part. Okay, so from the business processes related questions, we go to the actual IT questions. So in my aim, I would incorporate a question. What actually is an ERP system and where it lays in the software world map, as we might call it? The next question would be, do I know the particular system that I want to work with? What are the strengths? What are the cons of that system? Who's the vendor? How that vendor works with professionals who are implementing that, etc. Again, detailed questions, but that's why we're having this learning framework to figure them out. And speaking from top of my mind, the last question would be, what kind of functionalities of the system can help the businesses with their processes? And by businesses, I mean the businesses I want to work with and the processes that are interesting for me. So that's the example of the aim. That's the starting point from where we're going to do our further research. And the most important thing here is that, as you're saying, we're going from the super high level. And by super high level, I mean your through north and your north star to little more detailed parts. But the best thing here is that from the high level to detailed level, every element of what we're doing is actually in line. And in the end of the day, when you'll find yourself stuck or demotivated or thinking, why the hell am I even doing that? You can come back to your North Star or to your hypothesis, right? All right. When you have your questions and the idea where you aim with your learning process, we can go to the fun part, meaning finding a skill stack. And the skill stack means actually asking yourself how this new knowledge can be used alongside your current skill, your current experiences, or what you've faced in life in general. If not sure, write down what skills you've been using in the past and think about scenarios where the old and new can cooperate and give desired results. So in our example, I've mentioned accounting. On one hand, an accountant might think that, well, I'm not that particularly good with computers. I don't know IT systems, etc. But the general knowledge of the accounting and knowledge of the finance processes is actually a huge, huge gateway to that ERP consultant career. Because as I mentioned, finance and accounting is the foundation of that ERP system. So that's a step forward. Another thing that you might think is, for example, you have an experience in the industry. For example, you've been working as a professional in the automotive company. You've been an engineer there or worked in purchasing or sales. So with that, you know the industry. You know how the business works and you know how to help those companies and what kind of an issues or functionalities these companies are looking for to make their business better. And that as well is an enormous support. However, don't get overwhelmed. And to make that statement real, let me tell you about myself. So the only thing that I knew before I started learning about those ERP systems was being quite okay with English and being capable of using Google, basically. So I was quite good with digging out the information from the internet. Not super specific skill, right? 
right? And in the beginning, I wouldn't see a lot of the skills that I could stock. But now, looking from the perspective and looking back, I know that my university education and all the psychological studies that I had during my social work degree years were immensely helpful. And this was something that differentiated me and made the quality of my job better because I was better at communicating and finding the issues and trying to help the end customer. So this is where your weirdness gives a unique and individual opportunity. And don't overlook that. Don't overlook that. And what I want to add for myself is that a lot of people seem to be thinking that this IT career is not for me. I have zero experience with that. I have nothing, zero skills, no university degree, no technical background. And the goal to finding that skill stack is to break that belief because everybody has something and you can build on that foundation and on the years of experience that you've gained through life, right? And no worries if you might find just a few points or things that you might think that are useful throughout the learning process when we go to the further steps i'm sure that you will find another stuff that you'll find useful because it's just about widening your perspective and here's what we're doing all right so thanks for listening as always stay consistent and see you in the next part of this series of episodes peace